We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law here on the Lori and Julia show, five days a week. You can even listen on weekends if you want. You can listen at night if you want. Are you on the app? you have the app, you can listen anytime you want. And this month, you can enter to win a micro makeover for a room in your house. This so, is a cool deal. Yeah. So get on the app and listen to us. I don't think you should sound so excited about it, Racco. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm super excited because I see what's on the sheet for this segment. And no, we've does it say show. the snatch heard round the yeah, world? The I snatch saw, heard round the world. Okay. Lori, I didn't even ask Lori what it meant I, because I just wanted to be surprised. I want to know too. So. And delighted. Okay. So, uh, is it too soon? Should no, we wait? I mean, okay. Well, go ahead. Let's okay. let's do just, it. Okay. Let's so I don't know that we've ever seen a beauty queen <laughs> crown snatching to rival the snatch heard around the world. Okay. It just okay. this is This so, is even what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the second day in a row the word snatch has snatch, really I know. come up. You know, love using the word naturally <laughs> instead of naturally to just give some 70s poof to our conversation. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> just to uh, get groovy here yeah. for, for a little bit of time. Okay, so apparently, and I watched the video, I watched it I with my too. own eyes, and it was the Mrs. Sri Lanka contest. So yes. like there's Mrs. Minnesota to compete sure. in Mrs. America, you know, yeah, yeah. for the married women. So this was Mrs. Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka has the most beautiful women. I worked with a couple of women from Sri Lanka at the university. Beautiful Gorgeous, yeah. women and, and they, lovely people. Lovely. Very often, Miss Miss Sri Lanka is Miss yes. World, or yes. Mrs. Sri Lanka is Mrs. World. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Mrs. Sri Lanka is yeah. crowned. They carefully place and pin her crown. A guy comes running off stage. It's a mighty high crown. Sure. So let's to pin it in, sure. you know, and she's sitting there and she's got her sash and the big, huge bouquet and she and the runner up are holding hands and she bursts into tears. And then Mrs. Sri Lanka and also the reigning Mrs. World, she grabbed a mic and announced that the woman Beyonce who just won, won. <laughs> Panishka is her last okay. name. Uh, she said she's ineligible because she is gasped. Divorced. Divorced. Oh. And she then walked over and not very nicely wrestled the crown off of her head, which was, of course, now pinned in. Sure. To get it off of, you know, the wrongly the- crowned woman and put it on the runner up. 
And no, sadly, no wigs were uh, disturbed during the decrowning. But later on Facebook, the and the lady ran off the stage who'd just been so ceremoniously dumped. She posted on her Facebook page she had had to go to the hospital for injuries to her scalp. Oh. Okay, so was she really, so really, was she disqualified, really, because she was a divorcee? Here's what she said. As I write this, I responsibly say that I am not a divorced woman. If I am divorced, I challenge someone to submit my divorce papers. So even though the crown has been snatched from my head, I would like to inform you I've taken the necessary legal action for the injustice and insult that's took place and a real queen is not a woman who snatches another woman's crown, but a woman who secretly sets the other woman's crown. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So obviously she's separated. Okay. Maybe. Right. Because she can respectfully say. That's correct. Um, Lori, wait a minute. It feels Kanye West, doesn't it? Well, well, that and remember when uh, Moonlight and um, the other yes. movie, uh, L- what's the L.A. jazz movie? Uh, um, L.A. La La Land. Land. Yeah, remember that? They're like, Faye sorry, Dunaway. there's a mistake. Faye, Faye Dunaway, Dunaway and Michael and, Douglas. No, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty. Oh, it was Warren Beatty. Correct. We're having problem. It was actually Faye Dunaway screwed yes. up. The La La Land. Yes. The yes. only thing that's weird in this video is that after they do it, two women sort of hold up their right arm almost like... Like they kind of did in the Hitler days, and they both like give that to the, was like power. To yeah, the real like Mrs. that must mean something in Sri Lanka. Who knows? All I know is that Pushpika <laughs> stormed off the stage, and it was epic because I thought, well, this is awkward. What is she going to do? She's had her crown unceremoniously snatched from her hair, <laughs> and it was bobby pinned in, and it was already precariously <laughs> teetering around. That's one of the biggest crowns I've ever seen. <laughs> I didn't ask Holly to post it because we have a post to Palooza on our we, show page. We do, today. but seriously, it is that is just it's beyond funny. Yeah, it's beyond funny. And I think there was another famous snatch heard around the world from the 2009 Miss Brazil gay pageant. I think that there. <laughs> okay. I'm going. I'm there. reaching way okay. back. Um, okay. Because I think that one was perfect in every way. You know, the flawless execution. It was. High camp reaction. And, and didn't, um, gosh, oh, if you look right. it up, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey introduced the wrong woman, too. He, in, oh, in that's a, right. Miss Universe. Yeah, yeah. He announced pageant. the wrong yep. winner. Do you see the um, Miss? I saw the headline. The it 2009 says, Miss Brazil Gay Yeah, it was gay Miss pageant. Brazil Gay attacked by jealous wig snatching competitors. Yeah, that, that snatch is better than this snatch. <laughs> but it, we haven't had a snatch like this since 2009. So I thought it was worth pointing out. Because, I'm going to save that sentence. Yeah. And play that later. There's Please really... do, because I think Lori had a smile on her face the entire time she said it, too. She just felt so good saying those words. I love the word snaturally. It's like, a great. I say it's a great. it sometimes at bowling. Oh, how'd you do? Oh, I missed it. Snaturally. And we it's just, crack just so up. goofy. That's <laughs> so goofy. I love it, though. The phone right. lines are lighting up, so either people are mad that you're saying that word, or, or there's they, buzz on the air again. We'll, we'll see. Oh, go answer or the phone. Or maybe they just have snatched stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you know. Well, snatch, it, it means so many different things in so many different languages. Right. I don't know why we're s- zeroing in on one on one definition for this word. I mean, snatched. there was a movie that Called guy, snatched. yes, that Brad Pitt was in, that guy Richie, um, Richie, Richie. directed. That was a great movie. Yes, it yeah. was. Snatch. And that's when he met was into madonna right yes. like right after he was, that he after was, he blew up 
No, he, that was, I think, after. I think he met Madonna when, was it then? Yeah, really? Were, I think so. That's how long ago that movie God, was. That remember? might be the same year that the snatch heard around the world at Miss Gay Brazil in 2009. It might have been around the same time period. No, because mm. it was before that, because their son, um, Bruno or whatever. Rocco. Rocco, Rocco that's right. Is, uh, 2000 you know, was that movie. Yeah, mm. he's older. Okay. Yeah. Snaturally. Snaturally. <laughs> See, I mean, it just makes sense. It's such a great word. It's almost as good as efficacious and efficacy. <laughs> that, those are really good ones. Yeah. Yeah, these are really. You want to get efficacious tonight? So that you're supposed to say snatch. Naturally. All right, that's the way we're going here. I got it. I got it. All right, listen. I have to say something because we have just a minute left. Okay. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mary and Amy, all of my um, my tennis court antics and my pickleball needs. My dreams have been met. Oh, good. And people emailed me and um, I just want to say thank you, thank you. I love it when um, you know people. So did you find a Woodbury? Wait, tennis partner? did you find a Woodbury tennis partner? Lori just said she's 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 somewhere. She's else overblowing in the her now. nose across yeah, okay. the room right now. Right, better than me being on the floor with a back cramp. But yeah, I did. So good. it was really so it was good. So I want to thank people for following through on that. No signs up yet on my tennis court that no dogs are permitted. That's I haven't had time to call the city. Oh, okay. I'm well, going to work in, on that tomorrow. In the meantime, get your dog whistle and you can go out on your balcony and blow that sucker and watch the dogs clear out of there. Go crazy. They'll jump over the fence. Go crazy. Yes. Go All right, crazy. Listen, we come back. It's our stories we can't get enough of. It's Ariana Grande, naturally. <laughs> um, and our story today, we have a couple of them. And yes, it was we do. kind of, you know. Uh, there's still nothing really going on that we can really do. So we are still watching a lot of things mm-hmm. at home because there are, we're not going to bars or music Plays or anything. Or, yeah, 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 stuff yeah, still yeah, isn't yeah. happening. So and it was even though I came, rain and we had a massive thunderstorm last night too. Right. And um, uh, our mutual friend, uh, Sandy, had sent me a text on Sunday night, you must watch The Serpent. And which just dropped on Netflix on Friday. And um, it had been coming up in Casey and I's queue based on all of our international thriller, drug, mystery, you know, all these things as a number one pick for us. So we watched it last night. Let me just do my... Okay, so Lori's going to do the show and tell. It's so 70s, Rocco. I actually watched the first episode last night myself. Okay. And it is about this guy. It's a true story based on this guy, Charles Sobra. And we yep. don't know him by that name in the show, but it starts off with the real guy doing an interview, interview. at some point. And he is still alive, but I have not gone down the Google trail. No. But it is a true story. And he was known as the serpent because he's he's a gem dealer. He's an escape artist. He's a serial killer. And it basically, this show, he got the nickname The Serpent because at some point there is a worldwide, worldwide manhunt. For him. To get him. But it starts out with him being interviewed, Rocco, in like 2006 or something, that he's finally out of jail and everything, or something, and he can never, ever, ever be tried anywhere in the world for any of the things he's done. which none of that is true. Right, but um, that's how he starts off. That's how it starts off, and it's in Bangkok and Hong Kong, and the time period is like the 70s. 
when people awesome. were uh, going on the so-called the hippie trail. We talked to the woman last week about sparks like stars. About of- it's kind of in the seventies when people was it was like a guide to do offbeaten cheap travel in all of Southeast Asia. Yes, right. Turkey, Syria, Jordan, um, Thailand. Kabul. Yep, Tehran. So we're traveling. We're in, we're in Bangkok, and I mean, the second episode, you get an incredible tour of Bangkok. But um, we also see Hong Kong. They also put in footage, old footage of like seventies and stuff, to give the flavor of what what it looked like and the cars and yes. everything else. And the costumes were amazing, and the story um, is so compelling. I. I wish I could show people. Well, show them. What you my, can show your nails because Lori. I chewed and bit and ripped them off. Well, you got to put them close to the camera, Lori. There you go. She's showing us her fingers. She doesn't have any nails <laughs> left. I paused, Rocco, during the first episode like three different times and thought, do I really want to oh, watch Oh, really? It's that this? stressful? Well, just because you know something bad's going to happen, okay. but you love the clothes. You love the party scene. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun to go back to the 70s yes. style because that was really kind of one of our sweet spots. Yeah. I've never heard of the hippie trail. Is that a, a thing we you've just, heard of before? We just learned about it really last week in this book that from the author, Nadia. I can't something. think of her last name, but she said there was a real guidebook, the hippie trail. And it was a thing that really popular in the 60s and 70s when all these countries where you could go, go to Iran, you could go, go to, to Pakistan, Afghanistan, Afghanistan and, and you could stay very cheaply. cheaply and, and it was off the beaten path right. travel. Interesting. And, mm-hmm. Anyway, it is so good. The guy who plays the bad guy. He, we can't see him. Put it up a little oh, yeah, bit. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. His name is uh, Tahir Rahim, and you, we know him from. He was amazing in the Looming Tower, which you've never seen that. I about the FBI CIA Fakakta mess that happened that led to nine eleven, and then he also stars in the Mauritanian. He's the he's French. He's the Muslim guy that Jodie Foster represents, who's at Guantanamo Bay. Oh, right! And we haven't seen this we movie. We haven't seen yet. this movie, so he's in that. And then okay. Jenna Coleman is the, the girl. his girlfriend in it, and she's just a darling. They're cons. Oh yeah, they're cons, Rocco. It's it's but it's fast moving, and it's mm-hmm. I think you'd really like it because you like. I mean, you get to be immersed in different cultures in the seventies. That sounds fun. Which is like a whole sweet timeline. Yeah, but I was episodes, stressed out. Eight episodes. About it's an one and long. done kind of a thing. Oh, it's a one and done. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's a one and done. And uh, how many are you in? We watched three. Okay, because I made it through one, but it took a long time. Yeah. No, in no. between. So here's what. After yesterday, we went on and on. You kept showing us pictures of This Is Us, and about Milo. Milo. Milo, Milo. Um, I was saying because I kind of drop off because it stops a couple weeks and does it goes. Rocco, have you ever been involved in liking this, watching This Is Us? No, we talked about no. this yesterday. Right. Well, you you listened. Feeling. Oh. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, <laughs> so I didn't listen to that no, part it's... yesterday, so that's just a little different thing. But so getting caught up last night, every single show, they they tap into literally everything that is going on in our culture right now. It feels... Because it's COVID. It's COVID. It's sexuality. Mm -hmm. It's him, her, Mm -hmm. they, you know, pronouns Mm -hmm. with your children or when people are figuring out what's, you know. Post-traumatic stress disorder from wars. Wars. It's um, all the things about um, being a birth child versus a found child. Yes. Or adopted. Black Lives Matter is in it. And, um, but one of the things that, Touched me so much last night is the relationship between... The thighs? Did you see Jack's thighs anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Look at those thighs. Jeez. If people in the car, we're just showing... We just keep throwing up pictures. pictures. If you ever watch the YouTube thing, there's just <laughs> pictures everywhere. Um, but they had the most poignant conversation last night between Jack's brother and... Um, His uncle? Jack's, you know, widow's wife. Oh. Yeah. His- it was between Miguel and Nikki. And talking about how their presence in Jack... And Nikki is Jack's brother who, right. who, who who went to Vietnam with him and is brilliantly played by Griffin Dunn. Beyond, it is... And he is whose son? D- Dominic, Dominic Dunn's son who used to write for Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. who is was an amazing writer whose daughter, something happened to her in the trails in Arizona, remember? She got murdered. She was murdered his she was sister. Murdered, yep, yeah. his sister. All right, anyway, we digress. It you is, digress. It is. <laughs> Laura, you're going to love it. Oh, I'm sure. I, I mean, I would have watched it, but Casey was like, after the second episode of The Serpent, and it's such a cliffhanger, he said, let's just watch one more. And I'm right. like, I'm not going to be able to watch This Is Us right. after I did all, all my, you know what. But it talks about <laughs> job loss. It talks about COVID stresses. It yeah. really. When I thought when it first came back, it's the and it only was, show really doing that that I know. Right, maybe other when it ones first are. came back, I felt like I don't want to do COVID while we're in COVID. Mm-hmm. But we flip flop, but we always come back to the show. It it's one of the most poignant shows I think, and the way they meld the stories so together, did it's brilliant. We see Jack propose to Rebecca in last night's episode, sort of. Okay, I'm not going to give it away now. Tonight, there's right. something big on. Um, Parisa, Queen of the South, season five. The final oh. season starts on USA Channel, if anyone's okay. watching that. Yeah. And also the Kung Fu on the CW. CW starts. supposed to be really good. Yes, it is. So there's some TV things. And we never got to what you watched, Rocco. Well, I did watch a little bit of Chad on TBS. Oh. We can maybe talk about that later. I want to know We about are going to talk yes. about TV okay, again. Good. All right, Chad. The I name, do want to know about it. It reminded me of Friends with Candy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I don't know if you guys ever watched Pen 15. It kind of reminded yes. me of that, too. Okay. Yes. We'll talk okay. About All, All right. right. We'll be right back. We're going to have some hairless dog beer. We'll be right back. Good choice, Rocco. We, it is, today is National Beer Day. And to celebrate, we are going to talk to two gentlemen in the Twin Cities who have launched a non-alcoholic, 0% alcohol beer called Hairless Dog. And we have 
taste tested it before. I have got the Citra Lager right here in front of me. Uh, we have Jeff Hollander and Paul Pierner. Lori, turn on your microphone. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you doing? How are you guys? Good, thanks. Wait. Good. Are you are you in the same location? We are not, actually. Paul is in Minneapolis. I'm in sunny Florida, heading back to Minneapolis tomorrow. So nice. hopefully no gray skies to come home to. Okay, well, we're going to ask Paul, because if he's in Minneapolis, did you hear us talk about, because you guys sent us some hairless dog or your agency. Somebody sent us the hairless dog yeah. brewing, and Julia random taste tested with Rocco and I, and we just, we couldn't egg it over how good it was. And then B, we wondered how involved your friends were with the tasting, the naming, everything going on. Cause we were like, we wish we would know someone who would do this. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Yes, we did hear all of the great things that you said. <laughs> very, very nice of you. And we certainly appreciate the opportunity today. It's so great to finally get an opportunity to talk to you. Uh, we, how involved were our friends in the tasting and the naming? Yeah. Um, about 100%. You okay. know, it was one of those things. We started the company because Jeff and I uh, just kind of quit drinking separately, and then we were old friends who then ran into each other at a holiday party and noticed that we were the only two without drinks in our hands. And one of the big things that we went to solve the next day was exactly for that situation. You know, we had quit drinking. We hadn't quit living. And so... Mm-hmm. And as Jeff says, you know, you haven't really lived until you've ordered a Shirley Temple at a fancy restaurant when you're 45 years old. Sure. So we wanted to have a product that was for us, you know, that that kind of fit our needs. And so we fell in love with the craft beer flavors of Minnesota and all that stuff when, you know, we grew up around here and all that. And Mm -hmm. uh, along with all of our friends, you know, we said, hey, does this taste good to you? It's, it's really, that's how we started. It's so good. Because I remember drinking O'Doul's and stuff. My mom would always have O'Doul's, Amber, O'Doul's regular, and then the Heineken, N.A. and stuff. And it just always, always, always had an aftertaste. And your hairless dog beers. Julia's having one right I'm now. having one. I, so I, it's so decadent <laughs> that I can sit here and do my job and have a beer, too, by the way. That's never happened. And we did it, link, we did put on our Lori and Julia page a link to Hairless Dog Brewing so people can, how they can buy it and what your deals are and everything so they can go to our website. But I think it's important for people to know the difference because why you don't have that bitter aftertaste, you know, you have a different technology that you use where the flavor is still in the beer. Yeah, we we are different than everybody else that's out there. And that was one of the things that we started the company to do. Like you said, the the products that were available didn't go the places that we wanted NA beer to go. And so that's why Jeff and I kind of made our own. And I'll let him kind of pick up here and talk a little bit more about what you were saying there. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's all about creating a beverage that is loved for what it is rather than what it isn't. Mm -hmm. So, again, being National Beer Day today, uh, you know, we, we think of ourselves first and foremost as being a craft beer experience. You know, um, as Paul mentioned earlier, you talk about Minnesota beer culture. It's people who know what they're doing. Um, it's a long line of, of brands that we, that we have loved and that our grandparents loved and, and so forth. Um, so, I mean, people definitely are, are entrenched in beer culture in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, it was all about creating something that was, more interesting than what we had found out there. I mean, you had mentioned some of the big brands there that, that um, honestly were the gold standards at the time. Right. And, um, you know, and, and so Paul and I just decided that with his craft beer brewing experience, um, 
and you know my marketing side, we could put something together that was going to be full flavored and interesting and bold and nuanced and could be enjoyed the way any craft beer could. And what it's it's really kind of cool because when you'd have a, you can really just have a beer and not have the alcohol and you know have it like at work have it you know, if you're pregnant or have it if you're, you know, out at a bar and you don't want to drink. I mean, it's really just a really nice alternative. Can you, you have an IPA, an ultra lager and the black, or citra lager and the black ale. Are these available at all restaurants in the Twin Cities? I know you've got a big deal with Total Wine and um, whatever their names are, Total Wine and Wine. What is, what is Total Wine? Total, Total wine. wine and More. Oh, yeah. and More. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Total Wine has been a great partner for us. So you can find us in a lot of stores in the metro area. Uh, let me think. I, I, honestly, I think that you, you'd be hard-pressed to find a liquor store that doesn't carry us. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't, by ask all means, ask them, yeah. too. We would love that. Our distributor would love that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think for, as far as restaurants, we did, uh, you know, with COVID, it became kind of a, you know, and all, all of our restaurant partners have been struggling, have yep. struggled through, yep. throughout the, the pandemic and so forth. And we didn't see a whole lot of like push to get we and that that was on part a lot of it was just the yeah. nature of what had been sure. going on. We just hadn't. But so we are engaging our restaurant partners again, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll be seeing us in menus very quickly as they open up and go back to normal, as it were. Okay, yeah. hairless dog. The name. How did you come up with the <laughs> <I> name? <know. laughs> well, you know, Paul and I both. You know, we we have musical backgrounds. We both have. Uh, played in various bands over the years. So to us, naming this product was harder than naming a band or like naming a child. It was like, after a while, nothing sounded good anymore. We had all these different variations. We ran them by our friends. We asked, what do you think of this one? Is it to this? Is it to that? And then one night, it, was, it almost just came out of thin air. It was almost like, well, why don't we just call it Hairless Dog and be done? And, we're, and at first, we were like, because we were so used to just the knee-jerk reaction saying, no, no, it's terrible. Right. Uh, we were like, wait a minute. That's actually perfect. That's yes. actually perfect. So we're like, why don't we just name it Hairless Dog? And it's stuck. And, of course, it's based upon the, you know, the, the, the adage from the Middle Ages where if you got a lock of the dog hair from mm-hmm. a dog that had bitten you, if you boiled it and made a liquid out of, like, a, a concoction out of it, uh, you would not get rabies. That's right. where that term came from found out it doesn't work well i thought it was the 20th century the hair of the dog the hangover cures where you guys that's an idea i did i didn't know either of those but it yeah that's where the term comes from okay that is where that comes from but i mean yeah that's what i thought of i thought well that's clever an na beer people you know drinking hair of the dog i mean i thought it was somehow a tight through that but it is an absolutely perfect, perfect name and name. perfect logo and it doesn't isn't it true like in the whole marketing thing with like beer and wine it's good to have an animal involved is that a true you know, statement we have found, we are our dog lovers uh-huh. and animal lovers okay. uh and and i mean for us i mean you know paul and i both have dogs our employees have dogs and, and, and animals uh, are, you know, pets and, and so for us it's all about like and there is a lot of like like uh, I think from a marketing angle yeah people like their pets mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I remember I have something about that cabin for 20 years black dog ale out of Montana yeah, I, or can, something. I mean the merchandise yeah. I mean this is just I, I'm glad that you had a hard time coming up with the perfect name because this is it. <laughs> okay, so here's the next question. So you guys started in the end of like 2018, and you've just taken off. 
Um, will will there be more flavors? Will there be? Will you get into wine? Because the name of Lori and my, our wine that we, we can, want to do a partnership, but then we're, we're, we're going to tell everyone our great mm. name. We no have, way. We've told everyone our name. Those people can take dope. No, we're not going to tell them anyway. Well, All right, it's too anyway. good of a name. You guys have inspired us to like put on our Chardonnay hats, whatever those are. But I do I think. It. Are, I are you going to do other? You know. Things because you've got a you know you've got a great website um, drinkhairlessdog.com. Um, you people can order it online. People can go obviously into your local um, liquor stores. Is there more, or are we just growing, 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 and can't keep up? You want me to take that one, Paul? Um, I think yeah. Go ahead. Someone before Paul I feel like it's a really dumb question. Can... <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. I will say this: that we are all about keeping this line engaging and this brand engaging mm-hmm. and making craft beer flavors that we love and that we know um, people are going to love as well. And so Paul has been, he has been paramount in developing new recipes, new styles, new flavors. Yes, we're developing. We have new flavors coming out in 2021. Mm-hmm. We kind of reined that in a bit in 2020. It yeah. didn't make sense just because of the nature of the economy and where mm-hmm. things were going. Um, but uh, yeah, Paul's got a lot of, a lot of surprises in store for 2021. That's so cool. So you guys, now you were old friends, and then you reestablished your friendship, and now is this your full-time, full-time? Oh, yeah. Full-time, oh, full-time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you guys, well, and you yeah. like each other still, so that's awesome. <laughs> Barely. 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 Now, <laughs> there are days. Well, I understand. Lori and I have been together, working together for 30 years. But we I, have days. I am curious, right. just on a, not that I'm like this much of a, like a brew person or that I know that much, but one time Julia and I did get lucky and we did brew beer. We did. We did do it. Mm-hmm. We, we saw the big vats and kind of got a little... ABC tutorial on that with the with the um, with your beer um, hairless dog. How does how what is the key thing ingredient or thing that you did that makes it give have such a good beer flavor? Is it the oats? Is it the Uh, barley? What is it? Well, it's it's the process. You know, most non-alcoholic beers out there right now are a regular alcoholic beer that has the alcohol removed Mm -hmm. and there are various ways to do that but when you take all the alcohol out you know all of the other molecules that are the same size also get pulled out so that has to do with the mouthfeel and the head retention and the body and you know all of that stuff that you were talking about earlier and then it leaves behind kind of a bitter watery kind of, mm-hmm. I don't want to get critical of anybody else right, because right. there are very brilliant people doing this. Don't get me wrong. But so we don't create the alcohol in the first place, so we don't have to take anything out. So we're able to leave all of that in there. So okay. you do get that big, full craft beer experience yeah. instead of, a, that's why Jeff said, you know, love it for what it is instead of what it isn't. Right. So that's that's kind of how yeah, we that's great. approach okay. our product. And 70 calories in the citrus one that I'm having right now. Correct. Yeah, that's which okay. which is great. I mean, because it literally t- tastes so good and it's so refreshing. You guys, congratulations to you. This is awesome. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah, hairless dog. Um, are you going to be at the state fair selling your beer? Oh, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> got that application ready to drop in the mail. All right, uh, good. Good, we you can sure come. I hope so. Any, any positive mojo you can send us, though, is sure appreciated. Well, I mean, right. if anyone from the State Fair is listening, they know, uh, you know how much we influence what they do. Now, just kidding, <laughs> but we do absolutely love the fair. 
We do love the fair, and this would be a great thing to offer Big people time. at the fair. Uh, it just makes perfect sense. 2021 is the year to do that. The hairless dog at the fair. We couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, Paul and And then Jeff. we're going to go and have a beer with you, but we might yeah, have we a are. real one, no, and I, then a hairless, and then a real one, and then a hairless. That could be a good way to go. <laughs> love it. Well, love we it. wish happy We wish happy National Beer Day to you both. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us on. Absolutely. Congratulations to you. All right. So when we come back, Lori, um, our, our little, little butterfly the nugget king, was on. The, 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 the king of Instagram. Yeah. The king of quarantine. Hi, you hunker donors. We'll yeah. be right back. That is the king of quarantine, no. Leslie uh, Jordan, who's got a gospel album coming out. And he got uh, Dolly Parton. He's singing... You know, real, true gospel songs that they probably sing in his Baptist church where he's from. And he got Dolly to do a song with them. Uh, Tanya Tucker, Eddie Vedder. He's just like uh, really... He, you having, know... And even Chris Stapleton. Stapleton, I know. Mm-hmm. And he's friends with Chris Stapleton. Yeah. I, you see that on his Instagram. You know, if he's the person else. that I can think of the most that quarantine has been the best for... Is Leslie Jordan and couldn't it could have been absolutely Mm -hmm. not and you know and he has brought us joy every day with his hunker downers Mm -hmm. and this and that and last night he was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and Nisi Nash yes and we um it was nice to see Nisi but we just wanted all Leslie well I mean actually they both they were were darling guests together but I I I wanted we didn't get enough we didn't get enough because Andy played a dumb game with them yep like I bet he doesn't play that game again I could feel the game dying in his very hands (laughs) as he was doing it you know as a game show host as a game show host (laughs) Nisi had the same trouble I do with the YouTube not knowing which way to go to the camera I don't realize it's counter you know and left like oh right right oh she she kept going off camera she was holding up agree or disagree disagree, and you could never see anything yet i could see andy just saying we're guys we're not going to do that game again and she is filming um class no well she's filming right now monster the jeffrey dahmer story where she plays you guys a real life woman who was a neighbor of jeffrey dahmer who called the police repeatedly that something wasn't right, that boys were disappearing, right? and nobody, the cops didn't listen to her. Nobody listened to her. Repeatedly? Repeatedly. Oh, my God. This what is town a true was this in Milwaukee. Wisconsin? It was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, my gosh. So I was kind of fascinated, you know, with that, and I just, I love her anyway. She's just... Ever since Claws, that's really when she I just really, fell for we her. Totally, and you know other things know she's been in, but I really she owned Claws. She produced that. She, she was just so was great. Good at and it. then Leslie Jordan, he was just being so funny because he really he's a gossip. loves to gossip. He's a gossip. And when he would lean forward and whisper just like whisper, a little story. No one's listening. Um, what are we going to talk about? We, what's What do you got up first, Rocco? We can do Lady Either one, Gaga. I got the Gary Busey or the Lady Gaga. Okay, let's do the Gary Busey because both Nisi and Leslie had a, had a Gary Busey story. Yep. Leslie, sometime, somehow I missed that you were on Celebrity Big Brother a few years ago and you had a big fight with Gary Busey. How did I miss that? Because it was in the UK. It didn't air here. That's, that's the reason I did it. And I said, I don't want to do that. 
And so I went over there, and uh, he and I didn't get along. Um, we we made up by the end of the thing, but he thought I tried to spit on him, but I really didn't. I was clearing my throat, and he tried. No, wait a minute, I got it wrong. He was clearing his throat, and I thought he was going to spit on me, so I spit. Oh, so he spit. It was horrible behavior. Horrible. Said they take away your. They take away your food, and they knew that I was hypoglycemic, and I was just awful. It was the worst behavior. I, now watch everybody go try to look at it on the YouTube. But it, not many people really saw it because it was – well, it was the number one show in all of Europe. And, boy, they paid me a, a – ooh, I don't get paid like that – $150,000. Wow. I was at a party – when Cedric Yarbrough, who's also on Reno 911, Gary Busey taps him on the shoulder and goes, Hey, Matt, I need a table. Oh, <laughs> said, I oh. And we just started cracking up. I was like, Gary Busey thought you were the hired help. <laughs> the line was, Hey, Mac, I need a table. Hey, Matt. Liz is just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> But can't you just see? I can just see him. And I remember when Leslie was on Big Brother UK, because we don't get a seat here. Maybe you can figure out how to watch it, maybe on a YouTube clip. But they don't release it, you know, here. And that there were stories about what a wild man. And you and I were just like, that doesn't sound like him at all. No, because he doesn't drink and hasn't for years. Years. He's been sober for years. But just to spit on Gary Busey because he thinks he's spitting on him. Yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, and then play the next one real quick, because he was on uh, American Horror Story. He would yes. be in, he's been in several of those, so he was in the, the one with Lady Gaga. The good diva that I worked with was uh, Stephanie Gaga, who uh, on, um, I, I've never seen such a rigmarole. Lady Gaga. But you know what? She just, I mean, come on, she's a billion-dollar industry. Yeah. She was just surrounded. I mean, just to get her to the set. But wow. she was so cute. We were in a we were in a cornfield out in Malibu shooting a scene, and there were uh, helicopters. I said, "There must be a fire." She said, "No, honey, <laughs> I'm the fire." Right. I said, "Are they? What are they doing? They were trying to get because they could get one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a picture." But she, I, um, she, you know, I always can judge people. I can tell within five minutes how you were raised, whether it's please, thank you, yes, ma'am, no. She was beautifully brought up. Wow. Beautifully raised. And, and I, uh, uh, I actually adore her. We're not good friends. You know, I can't call her up right now and go visit her, but we, right. we had fun. Right. Oh, that is a great story. And then he said he talked about going on comedy club tours, and that's when he came in here when he's at camp. Right. He said, I was with Rue McClanahan. It was like me and didn't have any money because she lost her money to that Madoff guy. Right. And Andy goes, what? Because a lot of people like Kira and Kevin, Kira Sidgwick and Kevin Bacon were out loud that they lost money. They lost money. money. Because for whatever reason, you know, people don't want to admit that they've been taken in by a Ponzi yep. scheme. I totally get it. But he just leaned in and, you know, Rue is gone now. And he's like, she's lost a lot of money, like all her money. And yeah. he's like, look at me. He's just gasping. <laughs> he has such a good memory. And he's worked with so many different people. People, yes. It's just so fun. He really is. It's so fun. And uh, speaking of Dolly Parton on Netflix, her music cares, the thing from the... Two years ago is dropped today. Okay, got it. Yeah. We'll be back.